Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. See, as long as I have you all captive here, I would just like to encourage you to look at Homeopathy for Mommy's website and go to our members corner and check it out. It's it's a members group, but I, we try to give you coupons and, and good deals that you can recoup your, your membership easily every month. And more than that, it's, it's a secure site where families, members, mommies, grandparents, I got a lot of grandparents on there too, um, they can get on there and ask good questions and they can learn from the questions that are being asked and answered. And like I said, we have, you have access to all of our resources, all of our printouts, like today's podcast, we'll have a printout to go with it. And you can get that in the members corner. And then we have little mini trainings every month and we have a different sale for our members every month to try and help recoup any membership fees and things like that so that it doesn't really end up costing you anything. But it's just a really good site that I feel so good about that I can speak freely and I don't have to worry about the whole world, you know, coming down on me because it's very secure and it's very safe. And like I said, just check it out and, you know, be a part of our Homeopathy for Mommies Members Corner family. All right. Thank you for listening to me. God bless you. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today we're going to talk about the homeopathic remedy, Natrum Muraticum. Natrum Muraticum is one of the most important homeopathic remedies that we have. There's, um, I'm going to talk about it, and you're just going to look at it and go, oh my gosh, why do we even have to have anything else, right? Well, the reason I'm talking about it is because, yes, it's super, super important, but at the same time, I want you to understand it. Natrum muraticum is, like I said, it's a cell salt, and we've talked about the cell salts before, and if you haven't heard the podcast on cell salts, please go listen to it. It's a really, really good podcast, and the thing about cell salts are we call them cell salts because when Dr. Schusler cremated a body, there were 12 elements that were in the pile of ashes. Those are the 12 elements that make up the physical part of our body. And natrum muraticum is one of them. That's sodium chloride. And there are 11 others that make up our body. But today we're not going to get all confused with them. <laughs> we're just going to talk about natrum muraticum or natmer. Natmer is so important to our bodies that I, I just, I can't even, um, you know, I, it's actually calfos, I will say that, okay, calfos is another cell salt. That makes up 75% of all the bone mass in our bodies. So that's the most prevalent cell salt in our body. And that's calcara phosphoricum. Like I said, that's really important to the bone growth of the body. Natrum muraticum is the second most prevalent cell salt in our body. And it's, like I say, it's sodium chloride, so it's salt, basically plain old table salt. But what happens is the salt in our body, you know, like so many people will crave salt. That's very often a sign that their body's not reading the sodium. And I cannot tell you how important natrum muraticum is in our diet. It's, it's extremely important. 
what happens is most people get enough NAPMR or sodium chloride in their diets, but once in a while you'll see someone who craves salt tremendously and yet they might have high blood pressure or they might have high levels of sodium in their blood or whatever. The thing is, is once in a while, because of emotion, especially emotion or other trauma in our lives, our bodies are knocked out of balance. And it has a problem reading the sodium that's in the body. And so a, a dose of NAPMR, like I like to take 30X in a situation like that, it, and it very often quickly brings back the balance within the body. And so it's the funny thing is, is doctors, if somebody comes in and they have high blood pressure, the doctor will take them off salt. Well, the problem with that is our bodies need salt, desperately need salt. That's why even wild animals will find a salt lick, a natural salt lick, and they will go there and they will visit periodically so that they can get the sodium in their bodies. Sodium is essential for life. You cannot live without sodium. So anyway, and here these doctors take people off all salt, and they wonder why their patients just continue to deteriorate. The problem is, is these the patients, if they have high blood pressure, sodium might aggravate that, but why? Because they're not getting a proper mineral balance with the sodium. So it's probably not so much that they have excess sodium in their body, it's that they have a deficient mineral base. Or the body's not reading the sodium properly, and so a dose of NAPMR will take care of that. I'm not saying that a person should eat tons of salt. No, they should eat good Himalayan salt, balanced mineral salt, and foods that are rich in natural sodium. So it's, you know, I'm not, that's not a huge, I'm not going to sit and talk about like natural health today so much. It's just the wonderful properties of this, this remedy, NAPMR. And it's kind of funny, too, because I don't know if you've ever seen face charts. <laughs> and they have certain parts of the face that, you know, is indicative of certain issues in the body. Well, it's, it is funny because natrum muraticum does show up on the face in certain areas. And unlike, like, the callies, callies are really easy to see because um, that's K-A-L-I because they tend to have that puffiness around the eye, like that upper eyelid, that's potassium. That's an, a potassium imbalance. And so natrum is different. Natrum, like the nat sulf, is another cell salt, but that'll show up underneath the eyes in, in kind of watery bags underneath the eyes because that's a huge liver remedy. But the natrum muraticum has an affinity for digestion and the connective tissues of the body. Also the upper stomach, the brain, blood, muscles, glands, skin, the kidneys, and the bladder. And the funny thing is, is, you know, the kidneys are always affected when there's strong emotion in a person. And so that is the main reason that NAPMR here has an affinity for the kidneys because it's a very emotional remedy. And very often when a person needs NAPMR, they tend to weep a lot, cry easily, cry for no reason. They tend to have a lot of watery drainage from their nose or, or their eyes. Even in their, the saliva is real watery and frothy. Those are symptoms, physical symptoms, that a person needs a dose of NAPMR because for whatever reason, they're either deficient in sodium or they're not properly, it's not being read correctly in the body. Because wherever you have excess fluid or dryness, that's a NAPMR issue. In other words, there's an imbalance that, you know, NAPMR will bring back 
to balance very quickly. Pregnant women with the puffy fingers, puffy face, things like that. I'll always, always give a dose of Natmer. I like, like I said, for situations like that, I like to use a 30X because it's going to work very quickly. For long-term issues, you know, you can use a 30C or... You know, like if you want to dose daily, you can take a 6 or a 12X. Those are really good potencies, what we call maintenance potencies, that really help the body to function at a very organic level. Anyway, it's kind of funny, too, because one of the symptoms of the need for NAPMR, and that's like a long-term grief issue. And I say long-term grief, most people don't know they're like grieving, okay? It's just that for whatever reason, their subconscious has never really been able to let go of a particular grief in their life. It's usually an emotional trauma that you learn to get over, quote unquote, right? You, you deal with it and you move on. Well, the funny thing is, is we think we deal with things, but we don't. And it eventually takes its toll on our body. And our body is a map to all those little unresolved issues. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because even just like Nat Mer will show up like in the pores of the skin on the face, like the, the larger pores on the nose or the cheeks, that's a sign that the natrium muraticum, that there's, a, there's an imbalance there. And so you can take a daily dose of the lower potency maintenance remedies, or if there truly is a unresolved grief in the past, you can take a higher potency and then drop down and take a lower potency for maintenance until these issues kind of resolve on the face. And like I say, the face is, is a good indicator for the, some of the cell salts. There's, there are charts and you can Google it. There's also a really good book I like to use and it's called Facial Diagnosis of Cell Salt Deficiencies by David R. Card. That's spelled C-A-R-D. And it's a really good book. I, it's fun and it makes my kids laugh. Um, and it's an easy book because it's, you know, high-gloss high pages. And like I said, even kids will take an interest and they're like, huh, this must be important if there's pictures. <laughs> but and I like pictures too because it helps your brain to rest when you're reading, you know, and it does solidify a thought process that you might have going on in your mind. I know it's kind of funny because even my homeopathy for mommy's book, I was advised not to have pictures. That's why it's so expensive is because it's full color. But anyway, because every page has color on it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I've told this story before, but I have a daughter, very, very book smart daughter, and always would ask me what to use homeopathically. And, you know, I'd say, here, honey, look at my book, you know, because I have all my notes compiled or whatever. And she'd just kind of look at it. And you could just see this look of blankness just come over her face. Anyway, when I added the pictures later, and I can't remember exactly why I started doing that. I just was adding a picture here or there. And my daughter later looked at the book. She's like, oh, my gosh, Mom, now I get it. <laughs> you know, so sometimes that picture really does really help drive it home. But the, they also say that around the eyes of a person needing NAPMER, there'll be like a gelatinous appearance. And they, like, on the eyelid, upper eyelid, or the lower eyelid, and they call it, like, snail trails. Like, it's not really sweat or grease or anything. It just appears to be kind of gelatinous. And it's like a line around the eyes. And so that's indicative of the need for NAPMER as well. There are just so many signs and symptoms that... Once you get used to realizing 
you know, the basics of a particular remedy, you're just going to know when to give it and you're going to just pick it up. Also, NAPMR is one of the main remedies for migraine headaches, you know, because we know that women are more apt to get migraine headaches than men. And why is that? Because of the fluctuation of the hormones all the time. And so when you think of a hormonal migraine, think of NAPMR. It's huge. And even if it doesn't cure the migraine tendencies, it will help to lessen the symptoms. And it will, and like I said, it's a cell salt. So you don't ever have to feel, oh, should I or should I not give this remedy? And just give it in a 30C or lower. But of course, I use the lower potencies anyway. I'm really a lot like Hahnemann that way because he cured so many people. And obviously, we, he didn't have the deep-seated disease state that we have today that you know we've caused with all our vaccinations and suppressions of pharmaceutical drugs. But the point is, is if the symptoms are there, you can give a low potency and you can just watch wonderful things happen, especially when you're dealing with a cell salt. I had a class the other day and I was talking about a, a, a case where the kid had stomach problems. Well, it's, you know, I didn't have time to take the case, but I just looked at his tongue and I said, okay, you know what? Uh, the group of remedies that are showing up here for this color tongue, I gave a cell salt because it was a, actually it was Nat Sulf instead of Nat Mer that, that showed. And honestly, this kid has been having such wonderful response with this remedy. He may not need another remedy. He's relatively healthy besides the fact that he just had all the stomach problems. And just like I said, is it just that the liver was congested? You know, who knows? But he's been doing really well on the Nat Sulf. And I, like I said, I just gave a low potency Nat Sulf. And I told him, I says, take it as needed. If you're having stomach problems, take it. And um, so it's what I call like a maintenance potency. So anyway, some of the deficiencies of a Nat Mer can show up in, the, in dryness, like I said, or even dandruff the loss of smell or taste, high blood pressure, cracking joints, sinus issues, especially when there's cold or damp um, that the sinus can bother, um, can't cry in public, they hold on to hurts. It's very interesting. And the, back to the hormonal headache, it, that migraine, very often it'll be a visual. They'll have, they'll have the visual zigzag just prior to the headache or during the headache. So we always think of that zigzag sign in the natura muraticum. So some of the other things, like I say, the, the patient can crave salt, and the nat myrrh, even though they're getting enough salt, they still continue to crave it, but the nat myrrh will help to balance that so that the craving goes away because they're going to utilize the sodium that's in their body then at that point. And it's also called, natura muraticum is also called the chronic grief remedy, and you know, like I said, most people don't realize they're hanging on to past hurts or past grief or, you know, trauma or emotion. They think they've forgiven others or they think they got over that horrible incident that happened. The thing is, is they tend to harbor it. And I know um, it was, um, James Tyler Kent wrote that any man who smiles all the time is either insane or he needs NAPMR. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so mean. But at the same time, it's so true. Okay, and, and the thing is, is what is, what is someone who is insane? Okay, someone who is insane is someone who um, thinks, <laughs> I don't even know how you would describe it, an insane person, is someone who thinks outside the socially acceptable realms of behavior, right? And um, 
if they're smiling all the time, they're either that either insane or they need a dose of NAPMR. And this is very true. The fact is, there was a young lady just the other day who came in, and I had a brief history of, I had been told briefly about her history of, well, difficult times. Let's put it that way. She had lived a rough life, and she smiled all the time. Okay, everything is fine. Everything is good. She's got her handle on it. She, you know, to talk to her, you'd think, oh my goodness, what a brave soul. And you know what? In reality, that's exactly what she is, a very brave soul, and willing to face the world, willing to do what it takes, you know, but she smiled all the time. So in other words, that smile was her mask because if she quit smiling, she would fall apart. So she has to smile. And so that's a good example of that chronic grief that NAPMR is. Or you can have the flip side of that coin and you have someone who can't smile anymore. They literally walk around with long, drawn-out face. The, you know, the Eeyore syndrome voice, the, the sadness is so deep and so exasperating that it, it just draws everybody down with them type of thing. So you have both ends of the spectrum. And I could tell everyone, every person has a flip side, okay? Um, I like to use myself as an, as an example because, you know, let's be honest, we all have our faults. We all have, you know, our tendencies. And it's up to us to try and overcome our weaknesses. It's up to us to try to perfect our imperfections. So if we can see ourselves clearly, that helps us, okay? It helps us to be aware of what we need to do in order to, you know, try to overcome our weaknesses. But I'm, I'm a happy person. Always have been. I don't always see the best in everything, but I, it's like, you know what? If I can't be happy in what I'm doing, it's time to switch jobs, right? <laughs> That's why this, you know, working 24-7 is killing me. But I also, the flip side to that happiness is anger, Okay, my anger never lasts long. I don't tend to hold grudges. Well, I don't go looking for the same trouble again. <laughs> you know, it's not like, but the point is I have a flip side. So you, you, what you see, what I present to the public is one thing. What, and I also have a quiet side. It's kind of funny. But when I'm angry, you know, look out, kids, because it's coming down. <laughs> but my family knows that. They accept it. It doesn't even scare them anymore. <laughs> But everybody has flip sides. So natrum muraticum is a chronic grief remedy. They've suffered with grief for years or their whole life or whatever. And so it's amazing. It's amazing to see the transformation that people will go through. It's not like they're going to be a different person. It's just that they're not going to, they're going to be able to let go of that for real. So I love this remedy for so, so many reasons. It's for complaints of morning sickness nausea during the pregnancy. Um, vomiting is very frothy and watery. It's a great remedy for allergies and hay fever. Um, and whenever, you know, the, you see the, the drippy, watery nose of a natrum muraticum um, drip, <laughs> it's unmistakable. The only other one I've ever seen drip quite as uh, much is Alium sepa has a watery, drippy nose as well. But natrum muraticum is Oh my goodness, it just it can literally run like a faucet and it's just watery and it's bland. There's no no corrosion to it, no um no soreness of the top lip. It's just a bland, watery drip. <laughs> also, they have the colds or the flu and fevers that watery discharge can 
turn kind of like an egg white when you know it's when they have um, they have a full blown cold or flu. It's also indicative of a cold or flu that comes on after much sneezing. So if somebody has, you know, started sneezing a lot and then all of a sudden they come down with a cold, eh, think of this remedy as well. So I, I don't know. I guess that kind of, uh, oh, uh, another really important thing to say about Natmer is it's one of the top cold sore remedies or, you know, we have herpes, cold sores, the blisters that appear pearl or kind of like a, a white pearl. Um, they can appear on the upper lip, along the, along the edge of the lip on the top or even on the bottom, anywhere around the mouth, it's amazing. But it's always when they have that white pearl look or that clear discharge. And nat myrrh, the lips can be dry, sore, cracked, even ulcerated. A crack in the middle of the lower lip, is, it's kind of funny. But that's a huge nat myrrh signature. <laughs> that, that's because, you know why? Because it's so funny. Because you see people with really full lips. And lips tell so much about us. It tells us how stern we are or how serious we are or how sensual we are, or how angry we are. Our lips really, is, you know, not so much when we're really young, but as we grow older, it gives, a lot, gives, <laughs> gives our personality away. <laughs> because, you know, they tell a story. They, it just wears on us, you know. It's like we, we chisel our <laughs> all of our expressions in our face. And uh, anyway, that crack in the middle of the, of the bottom lip, usually the lip is very full, and with that crack, it's very indicative of... Uh, an emotional, sensitive person. And so that Natmer sign will show up. <laughs> okay, um, let's see here. Another sign of the need for Natmer is when the hair falls out when touched. Especially, you know, like if, if it's a nursing woman, maybe sepia is the remedy they need. But Natmer, when the hair falls out, and I say when touched, so you're pulling on the hair or you're brushing the hair or you're touching the hair and it falls out very easily, you know what? Go take a dose of Natmer. And another really, really big sign of the need for Natmer is um, sleep, where uh, when a person wakes up feeling more dead than alive. And I know a lot of people refer to this as chronic fatigue. Um, if chronic fatigue is just basically a generic term for, you know what? You're not healthy. <laughs> But no, okay. Um, but there's there's so many different facets, and the same remedy isn't going to cure everybody for that. There are there are groups of remedies that are fantastic for you know this chronic fatigue that's hitting Americans by the mass. But Natmer, oddly enough, is it's an amazing and it's like I said, we have tendencies, and so if you take Natmer, you will start feeling better. I'm not kidding. It's it's amazing. Also, every a lot of remedies will have this sensation, the sensation as if. The Natmer sensation is as if a lump. So the sensation of a splinter sticking in the throat, a squirming sensation in the nostril, as like a small worm in their nostril, or hair on the tongue, as if a thousand hammers knocking on the brain. Those are all sensations that a Natmer person might say. And, you know, you laugh at that, but it's really funny because people really will say that. I've actually had people say, well, it's like the hammers are inside my brain and they're knocking, trying to get out. And I've, the hair on the tongue, oh my gosh, it's real. And the, and like a, a worm in the nose, oh my, people really say this stuff. It's very, very funny. So to ha give them a dose of Nat Myrrh. Like I said, I like to use 30X because it's, it's such an effective potency for symptoms like this. 
And like if, if it's mostly consolation and that chronic grief, you know, see a homeopath, but you know, you can give a 30 C or um, possibly a 200 C and have wonderful results. But 30 C usually, if it's super chronic, I like to go with the 30 C. I don't, you know, I, um, and you can always, you can go up later if, if you need to. It's also a really good remedy for the bad effects of cauterization after silver nitrate. Because, you know, we've talked about all the different things that suppress in our, our lives. You know, every single pharmaceutical drug is designed to suppress a particular symptom. None of them are really intended to cure anything. You know, medical doctors are trained to be basically pharmacists. They just, they give drugs according to symptoms. With, and most of them don't even have a deep understanding of the real disease state of mankind. So we can't blame them, okay? And when we go to a doctor, this is what we can expect. Yes, we need doctors. Sometimes we really do need lab work. Sometimes we really do need a bone set. Sometimes we really do need surgery. But, you know, in emergencies and things like that. But you know what? If, if you learn your body, you learn the homeopathic cell salts, you learn enough about the basics of homeopathy, you can take care of your family very proficiently. And it's remedies like NAPMER that, oh my gosh, they work miracles, absolute miracles. You think you're dying? Uh, you know what? A homeopathic remedy will just turn things around so quickly it's not funny. When you have a burn and they cauterize it, you know, they put silver nitrate on it to stop it from weeping, that's a form of suppression. I didn't know that when I was younger. And so the results will drive the disease state inward. Okay, so for whatever reason, here, when the body gets burnt, it weeps unmercifully trying to allow that skin time to heal. Because by weeping and pushing all that extra moisture outward, it's protecting the skin from the air and the bacteria and things like that because it's pushing, pushing, pushing things out which is, it's weeping. So as it's pushing things out, then things can't get in, see? Until that skin can regrow, it has to keep pushing things out. Well, what we do is we suppress that with silver nitrate, and it pushes it inward again. So here the body that's, been, that's trying to heal itself suddenly is not allowed to heal itself. And so it suppresses that, that need, that desire to weep. Guess what? That's a really good nightmare moment. So remember that. And, and the thing is, is like cauterization too, like when they take tonsils out and they cauterize the, you know, they burn them. They, they actually, once they, they lap them out with a scalpel or whatever, they cut them out, then they burn it to stop any excessive bleeding. Oh my gosh. They, we just, you know, all the things that we do. I know James Tyler Kent also wrote about one of the most deadly things. And this was, you know, a long time ago, folks. But he said one of the worst things we can do is to a, to a tonsillectomy, is to take the tonsils out, especially when they're inflamed, because the body's working really, really hard to screen the bad stuff that's going on and trying to heal itself. And when we go ahead and we cut those tonsils out, that leaves the body mid-stride trying to heal. Anyway, and of course, not to mention the cauterization that, that they did, and um, it's just really, really hard on the body. And I have seen many people, once they've had their tonsils out, they have a whole new chain of diseases and a whole new chain of problems. So we can't just get rid of one thing and plan to, you know, not have disease state anymore. So that's just something to remember. Okay, well, I'm going to stop talking about this remedy. I just really, really, really 
wanted to talk about it to you, let you know how important it is in your life. Learn more about it, guys, okay? This is a great remedy, I, one I could not live without. And one, if I, didn't, if I couldn't reach for Netmer <laughs> for, I won't say half of the problems in, around me, well, <laughs> I do reach for it a lot, okay? It's, it's a great remedy for kids, young people, old people, and everyone in between. It's, it's great. Oh, and even like for my cow, it's kind of funny because natmer and silica alternating was the cure for my cow's foot rot. Yeah, uh, go figure that one out. We'll talk about that. We're going to do some animal stuff in the very near future as well. I'm, like I said, it just takes time to sit down and get all this stuff put together. But um, we do need to talk about animals. It, you know, but in the meantime, until we do get to talk about animals, just remember that we don't treat them their diseases any differently than we do humans. It's just that we don't, we can't ask them how they feel. We can't say, oh, you have a headache, honey, you know, because <laughs> they can't tell you that. You just have to learn to be intuitive and look at the animal and say, you know, what's going on. So, all right, with that, I'm going to let you go. You know what? I hope this was helpful. May God bless you and yours. Reading the Bible can encourage a person in their relationship with the Lord as much as any other spiritual discipline. The Christian Standard Bible is an English translation that strives to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity. The CSB maintains accuracy while remaining easy to read. It is a translation that pastors can feel confident preaching from and the person in the pew can feel comfortable reading from in their own devotional time. The Word of God is living and effective, transforming the hearts of people, and our hope is that CSB is useful in more people being encouraged to read the Bible and share it with others. Learn more at csbible.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.